going on geeks welcome to the new decade this is episode 202 of the geeks under grace podcast Add another zero on there that would be 2020 i just realized that oh, that's kind of wow. cool 202 in 2020 we lined that up um 202 episodes ago we were like if we do this on this time <laughs> it's perfect now, this week <laughs> we're geeking out about alienware's new nintendo switch new mutants not made by alienware and nino cooney but first, special shout-outs to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace, specifically Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Sam Watson, David Corey, Hannah Bacon, Dan Alo, Trey Braban, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. We appreciate you all so much. Yes. Uh, you're amazing. We've got a lot of stuff um, lined out that we're really excited about this year, uh, and we couldn't do the stuff that we've got lined out without you, literally. So, thank you so much. We'll give probably more information on um, on that soon. Because we just announced the Pledge Drive. Yes. Uh, we're doing the Pledge Drive starting March 5th? Yes, 5th is correct. I was like, I can't remember. <laughs> also, I'm joined by Shelly Waltar. Yeah. And LJ Lowry. Hello. <laughs> and not, not Joe. Sadly, uh, it was kind of sudden. He was optimistic about being able to stay on the podcast for a little bit longer. Uh, but Joe is getting married. Congratulations, Joe. And through that, he's doing premarital counseling. That is falling falling on a Monday, which is when we record. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, at least for the foreseeable future, he's taking a step down, taking a break, um, maybe indefinitely. It'd be a long time regardless, because he's got to get through premarital counseling, and then he gets married in about six months, um, four or five months now. Time is flying. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're really, really going to miss him. Joe, you are, I consider you one of my best friends, um, but I'm super happy for you. I'm super excited for you. Yeah. And I know that Joe wanted to uh, say something himself, so we're going to cut to that, and then... We'll come back when he's said his farewells. Hey there, geeks and geekettes. Joe Morgan here, and yes, it's true. I am taking a step back from Geeks Under Grace. I have spent over half a decade of my life uh, with this ministry, and it has been a bigger blessing to me than I could ever uh, put into words. I've had the opportunity to review games, to live stream to podcast here with with a great group of friends that will be friends for the rest of my life and beyond and uh it it means more to me than i can express but god has a different adventure for me now after years and years of prayer he has blessed me with a lady who's willing to marry me and so uh, i'm stepping back away from geeks under grace and my role as as board member and president podcaster uh, to focus on preparing for that uh, that marriage that covenant. Um, we've already, in fact, as of the recording of this podcast tonight, we have had our first premarital counseling session, and things are going great. I'm very excited. God is amazing, and and 
what he has given me is is worth more than I could ever uh, say or express. Um, so to the fans, thank you all so much for the last 200 episodes plus. Uh, I got to ring in episode 200 before stepping away, and that was incredible. So thank you all so much for the years of interaction and hanging out and uh, and just support. Uh, and to my other podcast hosts, to Cody and LJ and Shelly, I love you guys. It's been an amazing last four years uh, getting to meet you guys in person in Seattle, getting to, to hang out in, in San Antonio at PAX South. Um, Cody and his wife moved to the town that I was living in at the time, and God chose to change my direction right after they arrived. I felt bad about that, but uh, they're, they're still close, and none of that would have happened without this podcast and without Geeks Under Grace as a ministry. So thank you all again so much. I look forward to listening to the podcast uh, in my absence. You guys keep up the great work. God bless you all. Thank you all so much for everything you've given uh, to us over the years. Do either of you have anything to add to that? That you guys wanted to say goodbye or anything? Oh, just that uh, we all love Joe, and Joe put a lot of his heart and soul into this ministry, and it's been bittersweet, especially like you know with the board and stuff like that just him stepping down on almost every platform joe is going to still be writing game reviews for us occasionally um he's Mm -hmm. still in the backlog golf chats in our in our staff backlog backlog golf chat and so um he's he's still around it's just kind of like it's just trippy you know it it all just kind of happened so fast so yeah it's not just the podcast like you're saying it was a lot of different faucets Mm -hmm. uh one of them being the presidential seat yeah congratulations Mm -hmm. lj our new president thank you (laughs) <laughs> so that's really exciting yeah yeah it's it's been cool it's i felt a lot of love over the weekend as uh i made that announcement on my facebook profile and it's just so cool like first off i want to say like we have a whole board that makes decisions it's not like me being like you know the one guy like the leader it's like i hate to use this this example right now but it's like kind of like the presidency you know he's got these other teams that you know like help him make decisions and things like that. But with Geeks Under Grace, we're all one board. We're all one body and we're making the decisions and, you know, we're talking about these things and, you know, finding, you know, if our decisions are where God wants us to go and what we need to do about them. And so just me being the president is really about signing off, signing off on things and, you know, helping run the board meetings and things like that. And so that's really what it is, you know, so... Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be where I'm where I'm at with Geeks Under Grace and I remember when I was just starting off in the community group and hanging out in right. the Twitch chats and then eventually writing game reviews and then eventually sitting here producing the podcast. Man, it's it's been a wild ride. But I'm very grateful for for uh everybody. So Definitely. And then Shelly, do you have any other words to immortalize to Joe in airwaves across the podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm just so thankful to have been able to know him and and work with him like honestly he's probably like i always say like you know cody you're the one who kind of brought me like forced Mm -hmm. me into not forced me that sounds bad but (laughs) (laughs) brought me into like the podcast and onto the stream team but like really the main reason i was i got engaged with geeks and grace in general was because of joe um because he was streaming yeah uh, back when the stream team was not really a team it was mostly just him um 
and right. I just like washed one time and he's just like oh hello and was like super welcoming and super cool and I'm like hey like this this could be something I'm interested in just as a ministry in general um and then sort of found the Facebook group and kind of everything went from there but like Joe's I think a big big influence for not just me but for like so many other people mm-hmm. uh, in the ministry for why we just believe in it you know yeah, Joe Joe was definitely like a mentor for me. I kind of followed in his footsteps a lot when it comes to everything at Geeks Under Grace and I guess it, it all worked out because now I was able to kind of pick up the ball, you know, like so. Yeah, exactly. So he can so he can go on his new season, you know, like it's it's exciting. Cuz that's that kind that type of journey is happening for a lot of people uh, at Geeks Under Grace right now, so it's really cool. Including me, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm also going through premarital counseling. I'm going through a lot of the same stuff he's going through. Um, so yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just really been such a privilege to work with you, Joe. If you're listening, hopefully you are. Yeah, <laughs> he will. He wants to see. Make sure LJ didn't edit his response <laughs> correctly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just chop it up to where he's like, I hated it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, Joe. Thank you so much for everything you've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's been a long time since we've had a podcast. It it's sure been has. a whole, it was last decade. It was, got oh it? my gosh. I had to get one in there. <laughs> <laughs> we probably played a lot of video games. Or at least probably you guys did. Um, I'll go first just because it's going to be short and sweet. Yes. Finished Witcher. I love it, which is a long way from the first time I talked about it on this podcast where I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you must have knocked it out within two weeks because that's a big game. Like, it's an so, amazing game. So, did you like uh, just kind of beeline it through the story? Did you do the side quest? Did you do the so contract? A friend of mine is really annoyed with me because I did. I didn't beeline it, but I didn't do a lot of the question marks. There's a lot of question marks I need to go back mm. through, and for those yeah. who don't know, there's question marks on the map. Those are like things to discover. Yeah, because um, you don't see a lot on that map until you actually go and discover them yourself, which is really cool. Right yeah it's awesome i had to find uh, out where to get a haircut in novograd and i'm like where is this place i can't find it and then i looked it up and i'm like oh that's why because i haven't been there yet <laughs> yep so that part of it has been kind of um i've kind of avoided more than i should be but i have played all of the secondary quests that have come up because of the main quest so you did the bloody bear and stuff and everything yeah oh, oh. dude that it's dark that yeah that quest like won uh, some awards yeah, yeah. It's it's a very dark game. I've said that from the beginning. Ooh, that hasn't yeah. changed. Uh, but the story is great. I got the good ending for those that you know what's up. Hmm. Um, what I've been called is the good ending um, hmm. out of sheer luck. And I didn't think I had the good ending. For those who know what I'm <laughs> talking about, you know what's up. And I panicked, but I got the good ending. Um, there's three endings to the game. Hmm. And, and now I'm in the DLCs and I'm enjoying it. I'm probably going to be playing the game for a while because there's so much to discover. Yeah, those DLCs are like almost a, one of those is like almost a whole other game. And I've heard, so the first one has been very quirky and a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been told the second DLC in there is, uh, according to my friend that's like super into this game, uh, he said it's one of his favorite stories in a video game he's yeah, ever played. Yeah, Blood and Wine. Yeah, that's the one that, I think that even that story quest one, I think that DLC actually won some awards as well. Cool. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to... Check it out. Yeah, because you're doing Hearts of Stone, I believe it's called. Right. At the moment, yeah. And I've been, yeah, I've just been chugging away at that. I've <laughs> spent an entire day once 
basically playing that game. Oh yeah, I, I don't do that often. I got I'm back usually to a two-hour person. I'll play for two hours, then I'm done. Um, that's been hard to keep my hands off this game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, what about you, LJ? What have you been playing? Uh, let's see. So I've been playing a few different things. Um, so Backlog Golf is has kicked off again this year. Yeah. And so what we did was um, we opened it up to the community group or to the to the Discord actually. Um, or we opened it to both. I think that it seemed that our Discord channel was really the the people interested. And so uh, we so we got that going and kind of redid some rules to just kind of make it more to encourage that you know we can finish games and not feel bad for not necessarily feel bad for purchasing them, but um to be to be able to also finish the ones that like we do buy even though we get docked points Mm -hmm. so now you can actually finish a game you buy and get that point back get that point back if you really want to cool Um, that makes sense too because it's like you start with the same part of it's yeah part of it's stewardship also um you know we want to not also we don't want to really feel complete i mean yes you should feel a little bit guilty but it's also like you know if you really want that point back you can you know you can do that and so um, there's just a lot of a lot of things we learned from that, and uh, so we're doing that. Uh, because of Backlog Golf 2020, I have started Batman: Enemy Within, and it's that that Telltale game, but it's the oh, sec- yeah. it's the second season. And so I love. I believe I talked about that first one on the podcast last year, but I love this one. Like, I, I'm not really so a, good. I'm not really a big Telltale guy. Like I'll start like a an episode or two of most of those games and just kind of like nod off or just kind of be like, eh, like it's all right, you know. Like I think it's because the gameplay, but I think it's because yeah. I'm so I think I'm so familiar with Batman that it's more fun for me to see what Telltale did to those characters and the direction that they took um, Batman instead of like they really got to do their own thing with it in a lot of ways. Um, so I'm on episode two of Enemy Within, and that's shaping up to be pretty good. Yeah. And uh, I've played a few other things, like just a whole bunch of different stuff other than that. But kind of that was my my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shelly? Uh, you know, I had a lot of time to play games. <laughs> so I didn't really play a lot of new games. I Did played... you play Smash Bros.? I played I mean, some, but not that much, really. I'm going to be sad the some. day that I ask you, and you're like, no. And I'm going to be like, what? No, because I, so I went to, I went to Hong Kong, right? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And so we had a, some time there to play games and stuff. But, so I played, I played Smash with, because um, I went with my fiance's family. So we kind of played Smash Are there any them. arcades in Hong Kong? I'm thinking definitely of Tokyo, but. There are probably Hong Kong's are. Not, not any that I went to. <laughs> okay big city so probably um <laughs> there was a um a pokemon hub that oh, was like a pokemon center? to buy something at it was like a little mini pokemon center it had a bunch of pokemon themes oh stuff. cool it's one of the small did you go ones. in i did go in i took pictures awesome. it was really cool and I, I wanted to buy something but i didn't have any more money so <laughs> i did not <laughs> i was like <laughs> buying i was buying gifts for friends and stuff so and i had a limited budget so I'm like, oh, Aww. I can't buy this sort of stuff for myself. Um, <laughs> but anyway, besides that, I played lots of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Nice. Wow. Besides Smash. Um, I finished... See, I don't feel like I'm bleeding Witcher 3 dry. 
Like <laughs> you can also replay the game four times to get different endings. You were I guess like really get the most out of that game. Oh yeah, no, it's the replay value and and it's just like the playthroughs really last good. a long time too. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I just don't play it very consistently. I just always happen to play at least once or twice before recording. So I'm like, oh yeah, I played Fire Emblem, <laughs> um, but I beat I beat Golden Deer. I finished nice. that playthrough. I started Black Eagles. Um, silver snow route so if you, if you play the game that's probably what I'm talking that's about. probably what i'll do is black eagles after i finish golden deer because i got about 10 hours into golden deer so far but mm-hmm. i'll do black eagles after that one because i hear that's probably the more interesting yeah i also played some tabletop stuff should i talk about that now or later yeah do yeah. it let's do it okay um here's a game that we tried to play emphasis on tried <laughs> oh called dead man's doubloon i don't know if anyone's heard of it it's a it's a board game type thing um it's one of those more modern games that just has a lot of um like trinkets and things that go along with it right like it's not just the board but it also has the figures and also has cards Mm -hmm. and also has a lot of pieces that's a lot of pieces a lot of components to it uh, which is why my fiance's mom bought the game. She's like, oh, I thought it would look like fun. I really like the little figures. And it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> she's like, oh, we couldn't figure out how to play it. So you guys figure it out. And I read that rule book. Front and back. Sideways. Upside down. <laughs> Game's too confusing. We could not play it. Aww. It was. And it so surprised me. I looked at reviews for the game later. And they made me feel really dumb and bad because they're like, oh, yeah, this game was really good and it was really fun. I'm just like, seriously, you had the patience to actually sit through like all of that? It's just Would it maybe help you to like YouTube a how-to on it? Probably. I that, then that's what I was thinking. It. It, it'd probably be easier if like someone was getting paid to review it or had people from the actual company who made it explain it to you or like a way I'm watching YouTube. We just didn't have that sort of passion or or time yeah yeah, it it just kind of was a reminder of like hey there's a lot of modern tabletop games that are really good um but there's also a lot of games that just they're just getting way too complicated they're getting really expensive and so you got to make sure you find the good ones oh yeah they got to answer how do we do something no one else is doing and so then they're like that's getting harder and harder to find the answer to (laughs) because basically there were there were um you had to like get a card and that card will tell you which ship your way can like your ship goes in the water around this island and you could do a couple different things on the according to the cards you had but if you get something you can maybe move your figurine on the island but if you move your figurine on a certain space other people can also move it but if you move it on a certain space the certain effect ha- it was just too many things for me i i, I hmm. prefer simpler stuff i i realized this that. is why I like Dungeons and Dragons so much because oh, yeah. I hate the first playthrough of any game because mm-hmm. I just feel so dumb. Totally. <laughs> and then by the third playthrough of that game, I'm done with it because I've played it three times and I'm like, all right, I get it now. Yeah. I'm bored. I've played it enough. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, it's just like, is always changing. Totally. Yeah. But anyway, not to scare anyone away from Dead Man's Spoon. If you got the game, if you're going to try to play it, tell me how it goes. Maybe Reviewers you say it's understand great. it. Reviewers <laughs> say it's great, so maybe I'm just dumb. Um, and everyone else. There was actually quite a big group trying to play this game, and they all agreed it was bad. Good. I also played Giant <laughs> Chess, because one of the airports just had Giant Chess, and we had like three hours to kill. But That's cool. That's, that's awesome. I think all the games I've 
played. I haven't really played anything super new besides that. So, yeah. Cool. Well, then from there, we it's the beginning of the year, so there's not a ton of news coming out for like gaming or really or anything uh, that's yeah. huge. But some cool stuff happened in the gaming world. Go ahead, LJ. Okay, so Awesome Games Done Quick is happening right now. I love to give that a shout-out every time it's happening because I, I love to watch yeah. it and a lot of other people do. So Awesome Games Done Quick is um, basically a whole week long of like speed runs, kind of like what we do with the Pledge Drive, but like even crazier. They rent like a venue and everything and have people come watch, and they stream it all week. And it's for charity. If you donate a certain amount of stuff, you can do like – you can – have different suggestions on like different incentives and things like that and then you can uh, like get you can enter in a chance to win prizes and stuff but um this morning i watched it for a little bit i watched uh legend of the mystical ninja i believe it's called uh on, on super nintendo i uh, watched some of that uh, but it's really cool like i recommend it's what i like is watching people break these games and just kind of or just all these little workarounds to be able to to get through these games super quickly it's insane and then they even have right. like bots that do runs and, and things like that that like they That's program cool. it is ridiculous it's cool and there's like races people like race each other on the games at the same time yeah. there's a really good game. donkey kong country one that um that i watched about a year or two ago and uh they do this twice a year it's in the summertime also so that's uh, the second one in the summer is called summer games done quick and okay. so, uh, yeah, there's two. If you miss it in January right now, then you can watch it uh, during the summer as well. So it's super cool. But One I just of my wanted... favorites of those little hacks is Super Mario World, where you can actually code the game by jumping and dodging. Wow. Yeah. And it, like, recodes the game to the ending. Oh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like putting information into the back end of that game. and Huh. It's insane. That's wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's happening right now. Um, there, I do have the schedule in the show notes, so if you want to look for, you know, your favorite game in there, or you might discover something new. So, cool. So check that out. Um, so another piece of news I know people have been wanting to know when this comes out. Uh, Elden Ring, uh, the release date for that got leaked or released month. Uh, so Elden Ring is the game that uh, from software developers of Dark Souls is working on with George R. R. Martin. So they're getting oh, some of his input. Right. So yeah. Yeah, everybody will die. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're probably going to die 20,000 times anyway. So Oof. it's perfect. You're just, they'll just give you a new character every time you die. And they're like, no. cool, here's a new person. Nah, that's probably new so character. like a roguelike? Yeah, I was going to say. It's, yeah. It's not going to be a roguelike because. Totally when, new character. In those games, you die as the same person all the time. So mm-hmm. it's going to have fallout character creation, but it's just going to be randomized by tr- like by force. You should go in the random character every time. Nah, that would be awesome. It'll be some like weird dead like spirit, like the ashen one in Dark Souls yeah. or whatever, probably. But yeah, so people have been wanting to know when this is coming out, and on their own website, I believed it was like a Happy New Year message, and something they put alluded that it's going to be coming out in June. And so okay. if it's it's if it's from their own website, I'd say that's pretty credible. So. uh yeah, Hopefully they don't rush it like they did the uh, last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh man! Now if I you want an adrenaline rush, you'll be looking for that. You'll, yeah. <laughs> you'll get an adrenaline rush, but not that kind of rush. Um. Okay. Yeah. So third piece of news I think is one of the coolest, and yeah, we, it's we got this news out of CES today, 
And it's that big old electronic expo in Vegas. And so Alienware unveiled their prototype concept for a thing called a UFO. And it's basically a Nintendo Switch, but it's a PC. Right. Like a a lot like a Switch. Not just kind of, oh, it's a portable (laughs) device that plugs into a TV. They like had the straight up has they joy the things you can insert the joy cons into like the little like middle piece um they were running formula one on it and they were kind of talking about this the video i have in the show notes is from ign and the video kind of he's they're interviewing some guy and he's kind of talking about you know it, it is still very much a prototype right now they're kind of figuring out you know, what they can do in terms of power while offering as much battery life as they think they need to and mm-hmm. so they were running uh, Formula One 2019 on it as like a test. And so that's cool. It's just interesting to be like, wow, like that could be a legit competitor to the Switch because they said it's not going to be streaming. It's going to be an actual like piece of hardware. Hmm. Right. And the piece of tech is kind of ugly right now, but it's yeah. a prototype. Those controllers actually look comfortable. Yeah, it, it's, it's much it looks much bigger than a Switch so far. Like to me, that would be kind of more comfortable, I think. Because mm-hmm. uh, the switch is kind of small and flimsy, or uh, not, not even just small, but just this this prototype looks bulky, and the switch is kind of just like I said, flimsy. Yeah, and the controllers have a little bit of angle to them, so mm-hmm. it's not this like straight up and down. Yeah, it looks it looks cool. Yeah, it, it's kind of exciting to think like, man, if that comes out, oh wow, like that'd be cool. Like I'd definitely get one of those. And then you should be able to get Xbox Live is on PC, right? Or is there... Um, well, see, that's the thing, too. Is So they're saying that, like, actual PC hardware is running on there because it's Dell and, and Alienware. I believe Alienware is a Dell company, I think. Um, okay, yeah, so... So, yeah, so what it is is, I mean, if they work this the way I think it's going to work is that you'll be able to still use it like a computer? Like, I don't really know exactly, but I think what he's saying is that um, it's kind of like uh, there's this thing I have for NVIDIA, the GeForce app, where you can basically launch any game from that app, no matter whether it's on Steam or, or Xbox. What you're, say- what you're saying is that, yes, there, there are, are Xbox games you can play on PC, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so I think that would be really legit, because then you could take halo reach on the go and stuff like that all the halo games all the gears of war games and that's already right. pretty robust with game pass and things like that so that'd be uh that'd be a powerhouse yeah it's gonna mm-hmm. be interesting to see what this does to the nintendo usually these third-party consoles don't like do that well mm-hmm. but a big push for the nef- for the switch has been that it's gonna be starting to play these xbox games this thing will play the xbox games better on a handheld then you might want to go for this instead of the switch because mm-hmm. with the xbox games being played on the switch that's the best way to play them portably right now or once they start to roll out a little yeah because though i think with the switch in particular it's the special deals they have like with ori and cuphead and and yeah. lucky's tale like those are smaller games and which that partnership is wild as it is um but then there's you know speculation that xbox could partner more with the switch but if this comes out then i would think maybe xbox would want to partner more with alienware yeah yeah it's crazy i mean like like i said we don't even know if this is actually going to come out yet it's still in a prototype but right look like look like a pretty solid prototype to me so mm-hmm. yeah that'll be yeah. interesting mm-hmm any games yeah. coming out this week um there's not a whole lot since it's the beginning of the year yeah right. uh except for monster hunter world iceborne is finally coming to pc this came out to consoles 
I think like mid or later last year. Wow, I didn't even okay. realize that wasn't on PC yet. Yeah, and so that's kind of weird with Monster Hunter is the PC version of that came out like literally like eight months after it came to consoles. So people have been kind of upset with the way they've rolled out these updates for that. I don't blame them. Well... Yeah, so that's finally coming if uh, you're a Monster Hunter fan. And so that's cool. it for the pull list. All right, we'll get into movies then. You guys been watching any movies this this uh, last couple weeks? I was going to say, like, more than <laughs> Not one just week. this week. It's been a yeah. while. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Um, what have you seen, LJ? Um, I think, well, do we all want to talk about the one we've all seen, The Rise of Skywalker? Oh, yeah. I was like, did I see any movies? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We watched Star Wars. So yes, we all so. definitely did. <laughs> I liked it because I didn't like the last jedi and i understand why people would not like it because <laughs> of the last jedi yeah it's man it, it's just crazy like there's so much there's so much things that like the, i guess they just that just happens and then you're like wait but how this you know it's just like connecting the dots like the dots don't always right connect. it was still a fun movie because i've actually seen it twice since it came out okay um we actually i went with uh the our church staff uh we did that for our christmas thing and then we went to like some oyster restaurant afterwards and so watching it the first time i kind of picked it apart you know the second time i was able to turn my brain off and just enjoy the ride and and it i i will say that i give jj abrams props for kind of ending things the way he needed to or Mm -hmm. the way he could because Mm -hmm. the last jedi stirred up a lot of things and so I think he kind of had to clean up the best way he could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people are upset about the cleanup. They would have liked it to have taken what uh, Johnson had done mm-hmm. and, like, and just ran with it, worked with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he kind of was like, all right, just forget all that. We're going <laughs> to. He, like, erased the whiteboard. Like, you know, yeah. he's just like, like back yeah, to the drawing board. Like, <laughs> like, nope, you like, make people mad. We can't do that. Like,. Luke Skywalker, this isn't spoilery. Well, I mean, yeah, it's been out for a while now. If, I mean, yeah, Luke Skywalker literally says, I made a mistake. <laughs> or I was mistaken. Something like that. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, you're just going to like completely sweep <laughs> yeah. all that under the rug. <laughs> I, I do kind of like, I mean, he, to me, I, that Luke in particular, I felt like his excuse was legitimate. And he, he talked about how he was afraid. And yeah. Like, yeah, he's not, he's not this big old, he's not this like hero that you know the original trilogy you know depicted him as and so i really to me that was a legitimate excuse to say that he mm-hmm. was afraid i was like wow like to me that was powerful like that was profound you know it didn't need a big explanation yeah i there is a big reveal at the end of the movie um that i wasn't a huge fan of because uh i really wanted to see things kind of progress for a specific character yeah and it not even like progressed movie wise, but in my head. And now that like what I had progressing in my head just can't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was kind of, a, I found that to be kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Overall, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, the reveals that they had were really cool. What my wife f- called the uh, the big twist in uh-huh. the in the movie. She called that like at the beginning of the movie. 
And so that huh. was kind of a bummer because she called it immediately and then it happened and I was like, oh, huh. totally called that. Because hmm. mm. it wasn't predictable to me, but it was obviously very predictable to her. What made me happy the most was the thing that Joe wanted to happen happened. And so not only was I happy that that thing did happen, but I was happy because I'm like, Joe's going to love this because Joe yeah, saw it too. Yeah, definitely. There was something, so. I, I had a similar moment with like with me and one of my friends that... I feel like I can't even share details because it would be too spoilery. But there was something that after Last Jedi, we're like, oh, we really want this sort of thing to happen. <laughs> and it totally happened. And it was amazing. Uh, it was gratifying. I think it's it's been interesting hearing other people talk about how they, they uh, you know, felt like watching the movie. Um, I feel like I need to watch it again or something because I feel like I missed a bunch. Not like... I don't know if I missed a bunch of like details or anything. It's just I was so caught up in the in the craziness, and I yeah. just kind of went with it. I maybe mm-hmm. need to watch it again to catch a lot of the weirdness. But um, I ended up just thinking it was anime. You know, that entire ending, <laughs> pure yeah, anime. Totally. If you if you go into it thinking it like just with that perspective, you're gonna like mm-hmm. it a lot. If you don't like anime, <laughs> that sucks because you're not gonna like this movie. That's kind of that's was, my opinion in a nutshell. That's not a bad way to describe this movie, actually. Just like there's a couple moments. Subtle. There's a couple moments that are just so, you know what I'm talking about? Like just like <laughs> the what's a little last thing called? half. Babu of the something. Babu freak. Babu freak. Babu. Oh, I love, I love that it guy. <laughs> so much. Was, okay. Oh yeah. But anyway, that's yeah. In a nutshell, that's how I felt about the movie. It's just anime, and I like anime, so it's good. But also yeah, it means perfect. that the trilogy. Is just not good because it's so inconsistent. It's just a tug of war yeah. with directors. If the elites can, like, you know, it's fine to have either one, you know, J.D. Abrams mm-hmm. or Brian Johnson. You just, I just really wish they would have picked one for all three. It would have, no matter which way it ended up being, it right, still would have been more cohesive. Absolutely. I feel like J.J. Like, regrets, like, letting that one go. Probably. Probably. <laughs> He's like, oh, I have this I have this idea, and oh, he could take an idea. It will be fine. And then, yeah. no, it was not fine. <laughs> I wouldn't be bothered by this trilogy as much as I am if it wasn't for The Mandalorian. Like, Because The Mandalorian yeah, was so good. That's a great point. It's so amazing, and like the puppetry is... I love the little puppets and stuff, and I didn't know that I would like that. Like, that doesn't seem like something that any market would be super into but the feel of original star wars while still being modern is so cool and like not something that i could even knew could be done at this point because we hadn't seen it yet yeah that's true i feel the same i definitely throughout like this entire newest trilogy right like i still care about the mandalorian more than this newest trilogy Mm -hmm. which is kind of disappointing because yeah it's like you they put so much more well maybe not more but so much time and effort and money into this trilogy and only to have it be taken over by a show yeah. it's very interesting because it really it, again it shows what fans want i had this discussion with uh, one of my other friends about how when it comes to more modern star wars fans like originality and it's pretty evident because Rogue One was so popular and so good. It's still one of my favorite Star Wars movies for sure because you just don't see like, aside from I guess there's technically one scene, um, but you don't see anyone from like any of the other movies. It's all original. It's like yes, this takes place 
in the center of all this, you know, the Skywalker saga, but it's not even really involving any of the characters. Then there's Solo, which I guess wasn't even necessarily a bad movie. I never watched it, but I know lots of people are like, oh, it was okay. But the fact that people didn't want to watch it because they didn't want to see this character that's sort of dug up, right? Like, hey, this, this character happened. We don't need to go back to him, right? Like, he did his thing, and we don't need to go back to it. And they'd made a movie about it, right? And now we got The Mandalorian, which, again, is completely original. And people mm-hmm. love it. And this new trilogy is all about having things connect to the past. And it's just not what really... What genre changes? Exactly, yeah. We need... Again, I'm, I'm all about yeah. originality. Get rid of mm-hmm. them Skywalkers, dude. Yeah. With... I think there were talks of Kevin Feige. I can't remember. Maybe it was just like a hope. Maybe it was just like a hope article uh, of Kevin Feige taking over Star Wars. And I think that that would be great for him to have this kind of like. I think he was supposed to help with a project or something like that. That might be. Red, I think. Yeah. Because I know he got. He he now like runs Marvel Marvel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Comics and everything. Um, So he probably won't have time to do Star Wars like that. But it would be really cool to even get him to just kind of make a cohesive. You're going to make this kind of movie and this kind of movie and this kind of movie. All right, I'm done. Go away. I'll go away. I yeah. like. Because that's kind of what he's done with Marvel is make all these different genres fit together and then you get Infinity War and Endgame totally. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I will what say. Very different movies. I guess the one point, the one uh, exception to the point I'm making, um, the Obi-Wan show everyone's stoked for that show simply because the prequels and obi-wan is a meme so he doesn't count yeah they're watching because it's a joke yeah yeah well because the character is is made into a joke kind of um so that's why people i didn't include it in the news but they're looking for baby luke for really obi-wan yeah look wow. for a young luke not a baby luke yeah well, that's kind of i was gonna, I was gonna say for baby luke it'd have to be cuter than baby yoda yeah, yeah looking for a little possible. kid luke <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, what okay, movies? movies? What are movies? <laughs> I don't know watch. anymore. What, watched... what news about movies is coming out? Oh, we're going to go. I watched other movies. Did you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're off our game. My bad. Okay. It's the beginning of the year. I'm I'm out of practice. It's been a few weeks. Shelly. <laughs> yeah. What other movies have you seen? I'll keep it short because I know we had a long discussion about Star Wars. But uh, <laughs> another mo- new... I watched some movies that I had already seen before. I watched Holes again, which, oh my gosh, that's just such an amazing film. I love that movie. It's, it's so fun. Um, and actually how you take a book adaptation, like, for once. Yeah, the book um, was good, too. So, Holes, I watched Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow is even better the second time watching it. I just really like that movie, and I already told myself that whenever I go back into a comic book store or a manga store or any sort of sells manga, and they have, um, what is it? Die. I forget what the actual manga is called. It's not Edge of Tomorrow. It's called something else. It's like Die Again. Is, is it called? I was gonna say, is it called Live Die Repeat? Because that's what they tried. To that change is the yes. Name to it. Live Die Repeat. That is. They what tried it is. to change okay. that to. They tried to change Edge of Tomorrow to that name after the movie already came out and it never mm-hmm. stuck but yeah because that's what because that's the manga that the movie's based off of so oh, okay. i would love to just Wait, like get the manga. i looked it up all you need is kill that's what oh gosh you're right okay that is what it was there you go coming in clutch 
Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so it's like, I, I know to do that. <laughs> I see the cover of the manga, but the, the title, I was like, I don't know. It's basically the same thing, but that is yeah. what it is. All you need is kill. Cool. It, 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 it was about dying and killing. That's all. Yeah. There's, I feel like there's something. Yeah. I've also <laughs> just been thinking about like the other title. Uh, I also watched Up. And that's just a quality movie. Um, I also watched Elite Battle Angel because there was a bunch of movies, you know, on this 12 plane, 12 hour plane ride. It's like, what are you, you going to do besides watch movies? And they had just done for free. So it's like, I'm going to watch it. And so me, my fiance, Daniel, decided to watch Alita because we're both interested in it and thought it looked really cool. But neither of us liked it at all, which was really, really? disappointing. No, I can see that there are aspects that I kind of don't really like myself, but like everything else to me, like kind of like stood out beyond the, the the weird stuff i just like it's weird pacing it was super weird pacing the acting was really bad the acting Aww. was really bad the writing was really bad <laughs> i feel like it was with the guy in particular that i didn't really like the acting it was just I like the like love interest super yeah it was super rushed yeah with like, especially with that whole thing, it's like, oh, all of yeah. a sudden they're together, and I'm like, wait, you guys met each other like three days ago? I thought, <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like it just, yeah. it, it tried yeah. to get me to care about characters I didn't care about, and all to a lead up that was disappointing because it was just like, a, oh, we're gonna do this in the sequel. I'm like, oh, are we actually gonna get to do something exciting? Nope, we're actually not doing anything exciting. <laughs> we're not gonna get a sequel, probably. The one thing I loved, hey, I loved the fight can, scenes. I think Alita can. Fight scenes yeah. were really cool. That was like well, the I mean, one thing had going for it, in my opinion, which was really disappointing. Because again, I know LJ, you love that movie, and and, yeah. and I think I like it more for the special effects and like the yeah. action scenes. I think yeah. to me, the visuals were just kind of stood out more than anything. I, yeah, I, think it's I a, would agree. It's a visual. It's a fun visual like experience. I think it's a cool picture into a different world. Is what yeah. I would say. It's a very cool idea, and again, yeah. I think they presented it well with the visuals and the sort of feel that they were going for. I thought that was really neat. But oh my gosh, the acting and writing, uh, and plot, and it was all just trash, which was really sad. So, did anyone else watch <clears throat> anything before people get upset with me? <laughs> <laughs> LJ watched I Raid 2. Uh, yeah, I watched... I glossed over that as well. It's okay. Um, <laughs> well, no, it, the Raid 2 is a sequel to a really uh, well-liked uh, martial arts movie called The Raid Redemption. Hmm. And so The Raid 2 is just as well-liked. Uh, the choreographer is also, like, the star in these movies. Um, but it's a super crazy... This one's long. It's, like, two hours and 30 minutes. And I didn't realize how long it was when I watched it, but it's really good. If you're, it's kind of, it's definitely gory. It's definitely like involved with like Yakuza stuff and like, you know, like Mm -hmm. Japanese gang stuff. But I think there is some nudity. There is some nudity. Um, But it's not like anything too crazy in my opinion, at least. So just know that going into it. There's this crazy fight scene that's done in a prison yard where it's like rainy and muddy. Some of those like brutal, like, things i've seen in like an action movie just all these guys different like in different spots like fighting each other you see some gnarly stuff like it's really creative it's really cool um so is this just, the movie that they mentioned on game scoop recently probably or maybe giant bomb or something i don't remember where i heard about it again recently on i think podcast. damien was super stoked about this movie damien yes it probably was it probably was him because i have the collection i bought it on blu-ray because i've seen the first one and so I bought it because it was like really cheap. And so I watched the first one when I bought it, and then I just didn't watch the second one. And so yes, it was probably Damon. <laughs> it was probably Damon that made me cool. go, "Oh, I need to watch that." 
And so shout yeah. out to Damon Hatfield yeah. on the IGN Game Scoop podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I ended up watching it. I think, but yeah, it's it's good. Now we can move on to movie news. Cool. Yeah, we have some <laughs> really exciting movie news. Yeah. New Mutants trailer. Woot! Remember that movie? Yeah. It's still a thing. Something <laughs> we didn't think it was for a little while. Yeah, something new and different. Definitely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think we all watched it. What do you guys think? It looks good. I'm excited, and I don't like horror. I had the same feeling. I think I'm it was kind of horror, the but this... action direction that the trailer went afterwards. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. There's gonna be some legit action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I-, I like the escape thing. What freaks me out the most, though, is that I have, like, it, asylums freak me out for reals. Like, what, like, the horror of the haunted houses that I've gone to, mm-hmm. it's the kids that are, like, rocking back and forth with the pillow, going play with me, and then, like, one of them ran up. I still have this vision. This is from, like, 10 years ago, 15 mm-hmm. years ago. This kid, go and play with me, please. And I was like, haha, no. And then he, like, threw his pillow and ran up, and there's a chain link fence between me and this, like, fake asylum and he started like monkeying on the thing going play with me and i was like no ah, <laughs> it really freaks me out pretty terrifying but so this asylum I'm is laughing stuff at is your gonna... expense right now but i can just picture <laughs> you just freaking out yeah i was totally cool with everything except that uh so the asylum part of this freaks me out oh and uh what was that butterfly wings ashton kutcher it was a butterfly butterfly wings. effect butterfly effect He's in an asylum. That's a That's only part of that do. thing that freaked me out a lot. Oh, got it. Yeah. It scares me. It just, it looks really <laughs> surprisingly so good because it's still 20th Century Fox, but it's also still Marvel. It's like they're taking, they're taking a hint from Disney's Marvel. Like, again, what we, Kevin Feige was doing about how making these different superhero movies into different genres to make it more interesting. Yeah. Because at this point, superhero isn't enough. And Dark Phoenix proved that with all the other mutants movie like movies mm-hmm. that they're just not great a lot of people just don't like them <clears throat> this takes something that you know we're familiar with superheroes and just changes it up so much to be a horror movie because like we're also very familiar with horror movies like if you watch the trailer and you have no context to like what the mutants are or anything then you're like oh this is you know a horror movie but just having that context and having you know, these are people who have powers. These are people who are struggling to control themselves and discovering how to, you know, be a mutant um, and dealing with all this other stuff. Like, I just think it's such a cool idea that can be very well executed. So, and hopefully it's good. I really, really hope yeah, so. Yeah, I hope it's good too. Definitely looks promising. It looks more promising than any other mutants, X-Men related thing I've seen in <laughs> a long time. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I th- they said, I think, it's the last Fox Marvel yeah. movie ever releasing. Yes. Oh, yeah, because it's the original cut and everything. Yeah. I thought they did... Cool. Yeah. I heard that they did a bunch of, like, reshooting. I don't know. Um, But yeah. So that's pretty cool. If you're interested, go check it out. Again, I'm not very into horror. Sounds like Cody's not, but we're both interested in it. So even if you're not into horror, you may yeah. want to just uh, look at the trailer. It is PG-13. That was warm. That's a big incentive for me, honestly, because I hate, like, some horror movies I kind of enjoy as long as they're not, like, gore fests or yeah. gore porn, as I mm-hmm. like to call them sometimes. 
yeah, it seems like the focus of this is definitely less on shock factor and more on like characters, which I love. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely focused on like these these are teenagers going through a haunted house. <laughs> like they got problems and they're dealing with problems. So Yeah. Yeah. Other news. Ryan Johnson's already making a script for Knives Out sequel. That's I need very to see that. very yeah, quick. Such but, a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't hmm. watched it yet, but I want to. But yeah, from everyone I've heard from you, Cody, from other people, is really good. So Yeah, I hear it's it really good. So that's pretty exciting. I don't know, again, because as I didn't see the movie, I don't know how it ends. I don't know if it's really sets up for a sequel. Is it, do you know, Cody, or is it, would that be spoilery? Not really. Okay. I don't think it sets up for a sequel. I mean, he's a detective, so. Could just be it's on kind the of, case. Yeah, it literally yeah. could just be another case and have him be the the actor that goes with it. Because um, it's him trying to figure out the case as you go. Yeah. Uh, so they could do that. I think so cool. have another all-star cast. Yeah, yeah. That would totally make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, Frozen 2 is now officially the highest grossing animated film of all time. Ever. Should be your name, but it's Frozen 2. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me of Weathering With You comes out this month. Oh. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, and but yeah, are we surprised about Frozen 2? I don't no, think so. No. It's like, yeah, I'm no. trying to think of like, what else would, have, would it have been? Yeah. I mean, Frozen was one of the hugest animated movies for a long time. and I'm surprised that it's not Frozen. I'm surprised Frozen Two beat Frozen. I think it's I think it's probably because um, it's because it's a sequel. I, I would think. Yeah, I think it's I mean, a yeah, sequel. It's like the hype there. a lot of people didn't really know if Frozen would be something they would like. Then there was also mm-hmm. a bunch of hate afterwards because everyone got annoyed with it because everyone's saying let go. It is go. the Nickelback of Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, and so everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, and and the other thing, I think everyone who enjoyed the original Frozen went to go see Frozen Two because it's a sequel. But I think mm-hmm. also there's probably some people who didn't even necessarily love Frozen 1 and saw the changes that they're making, like, even the trailer. Like, it's a very different yeah. tone of a movie mm-hmm. than the first one. And so I think it even appeals well to people who may not like there's the no first one. no bad guy. I don't love that. Yeah. And also, again, like, if the first one's for little kids, the second one is for, you know, growing up and getting older. And, and it's all about transformation and how things change. And I think it, it fits really well, again, with, like, sort of the age that they're considering it's going towards. So, hmm. I think if there's any, I mean, it's fine. I think it, it's hard to say if it deserves it. Like, there's probably better animated movies in general. But it makes perfect sense, right? It had the perfect mm-hmm. lead up. Because it's Disney and it gave it so many years to just let people anticipate so cool yeah that's our movie news awesome we'll get into tv then i know we're all caught up on mandalorian right lj mando yes mando yep what'd you guys think of the ending with show overall big fan said that it's over already i thought the show could have done better with well i'm glad because there was those two episodes that were kind of very much like filler and so mm-hmm. I figured, like, as long as they don't spend too much time on this, then we're good. And I think they picked it up just at the right moment to where it got good again. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't expect to be with Baby Yoda the entire time. And I'm fine that we are. It was still really good. 
mm-hmm. but there's still a part of me that wanted a Mandalorian that was like just about the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, that baby Yoda. I love thing baby Yoda, so I can't really be too mad. Yeah, I I can resonate with that. There's I like, like how they marketed the show without baby Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, it really the yodeling. They changed it, <laughs> but you still get those Mandalorian moments though. Like there's a. Uh, I don't remember which episode. Like, there's a lot of episodes with just Mandalorian the moments. The prison but... is my favorite. Yeah, exactly. That one. Like, the... it's just D&D, dude. It's just D&D. And yeah. You got your Mandalorian <laughs> there. Um, and that one's like, you don't have to like Baby Yoda. You're going to like that episode no matter what. So. Yeah. I'm super excited so for good. another season. Um, I want more. More yeah. puppets and star swipes. Fall 2020. They, uh, from the 70s. He said. Yeah. Wait, fall 2020 or 2021? 2020 for season two. Boom. Yep. I, didn't, I read that wrong. That's awesome. We don't have to wait long. Cool. Thank Good. You. Because Disney. people, we didn't put this in the notes either, but people are canceling their Disney Plus service. Who would have thought? They're just uh, going to reinst- They're just gonna reactivate it when all the Marvel stuff comes out. Yeah. There's not a lot. There's movies going away right now on Disney Plus. So it's a little, it's a weird time. Mm-hmm. But I think they're going to get a lot of as we get more and more of these streaming services, you kind of have to cut down on some and come back to them when you want them and mm-hmm. back and forth on them like that. Cool. What other TV shows have you watched, LJ? Uh, the regular show that I've watched is The Good Place. Mm-hmm. And that's a fun show. It's with Kristen Bell. It's a, it's a sitcom or like a comedy show, not even a sitcom. Um, I believe it's on NBC maybe, but it's like she goes, like, she dies and ends up in this afterlife place called The Good Place. And so okay. it's super interesting. It's super interesting because uh, it kind of, like, it's its own thing. It, they totally, yeah, it it's hard to really explain because there's so much detail to it. Ted Danson's in it. But the main plot of the whole show and the main plot of the first episode, it's not really like a spoiler, is... That she doesn't quite belong there. <laughs> and so it's kind of her dealing with that. And okay. so it's really funny. It's There's a lot of good characters in there. It's it's a good one. I believe the writers from Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I think maybe from Parks and Rec, I think. Um, oh. Writers from both of those are teamed up on there. That's so cool. it's a really good show so far. Um, the other show that I've been watching is Your Lion April. Yes. That's a different spectrum. Yeah, that's yes. why I said like the regular show because this other show is anime. Yeah, um, but I started watching it yesterday after I got home from work and church, and I was like, "All right, I'm finally gonna start this." And then five episodes later, and six o'clock in the evening, I was like, "Oh, I was like, I didn't know if I, I didn't. I was just interesting because I'm like, wow, I didn't know I watched this many episodes already." And then I watched two more when I got off work this evening and before the podcast. I'm glad you're watching it quickly because I feel like if you were to watch the first three episodes one a day, you'd be kind of yeah. Bored with it. It, it didn't really mm, yeah. work that way for like I was like okay, I can't just watch this one, and I think it's because they're very well like connected. Mm-hmm. They just kind of like pop the credits. Okay, let's go to the next one. I think Netflix makes that easier too because they're like, hey, you want to skip the credits? I'm like, yes, let's right. go. Yeah, they, let's go to the next one. They go know to the how next to make one. you binge. <laughs> yeah, those first three episodes are a little slow. Mm-hmm. And like if you're not into that kind of anime, you're gonna be yeah. like, all right. And I'm really like not normally, pianos that much. Like I'm really not a big like slice of life kind of 
like watch person. I've watched a mm-hmm. couple, I think here and there, but I'm all about the action stuff really. And kind of like most people probably are. And so I just yeah. kind of on everybody's recommendation, I heard how good the show was and I'm like, okay. And then, so I just kept going, knocking out episodes. And I think I'm almost, there's like 22 episodes. So, Is there that many? Yeah, there's 22. Wow. Unless they've added some. I mean, but I think that's one of those shows that like had a definitive, like there's not been a second season. I don't know how they could have a second season. Okay. <laughs> and see, so that's just, I knew about the emotional roller coaster coming in. Like just kind of like what people have said about it. And I was expecting this one big thing, like to be like, boom, there it is. Be sad. You know, like, but I'm like, well, no, actually, these characters just have kind of messed up, like, like terrible backstories. It's like, you feel so sorry for them. And it's like, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I I really like it, though. And then uh, the other one I watched was My Hero Academia. I'm all caught up on that one, too. Now, it's really good. 22 episodes. I looked it up to make sure. Mm -hmm. I definitely watched that in like a week. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's easily like bingeable. Totally. Like, I love shows that make me do that. Like, My Hero is one of them. I can watch, because I kind of wait for those to come out a little bit before I start watching them Mm -hmm. usually. And it's like, I watch one episode, I get hooked and just keep on watching the next one until I'm all caught up. Because I binged that, I think, I don't know if it was Friday or Saturday. I don't remember. It's been a wild couple weeks with, like, schedules and everything. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I've binged both of those at least a couple hours a piece, uh... Maybe, yeah, like three hours at this point. Both of those this same week, though. So, Cool. Yeah, I watched a lot of anime this week. Nice. <laughs> That's it for me. And then, Shelly, you just watched Mandalorian, right? Yeah, I don't think I watched any other shows. Cool. Well, then I will toss a coin to my Witcher. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> wow. I, watched, I watched The Witcher on <laughs> Netflix. And um, I... Playing the game, I enjoyed it. I don't know how someone who doesn't know what the game is could enjoy it. Same, or even the books. Right, or the yes. books. Well, I, I I, yeah, I guess that episodes, way. But I if you, feel if this was your first introduction to Witcher, I can't imagine you being like, whoa, this is an amazing show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's got a very confused tone. Um, it, like, at times wants to be Game of Thrones and edgy and like have all this nudity but then other times it's this like quirky pg-13 the elves look like they're out of um lord of the rings like it, it doesn't have it, it doesn't have a good uh, solid tone yet a consistent tone yeah i feel like in my opinion at least i've read the last wish which is the first book mm-hmm. and the it seems like that first season is taking a lot of notes from that and also obviously from other things because series in it too um mm-hmm. but i feel like that that kind of just it's kind of the way the first book is in a lot of ways because there's all it's all like these stories that are kind of like there's one overarching story but then there's all these other little disjointed stories in between and so the timeline in this is very weird you're getting yeah. all these shorter stories that are kind of matching up to yep. this longer timeline that's going on yeah um and you start to realize that as you watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say there's a lot of nudity. And, like, it's never just a little bit of nudity. The scenes that have nudity in them are just, like, full-blown the entire room. Um, Some of that is book accurate, though, also. I I believe that. Uh, the games are heavily 
there's a lot of sexual content in the video yes. games as well. Uh, so I kind of expected it. Um, it's still a bummer, especially because, like I said, the tone can be so quirky and goofy at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geralt, uh, Henry Cavill did an amazing job of getting his voice down from the video yeah. game. And, like, that comes out comically a lot of the times. Like, <laughs> he, he grunts a lot and he gets a lot out with his grunts. Uh, but it's not this uh, overly realistic, serious mm. tone when the, with the writing of that. It's a lot of fun with his grunts. Um, and so it's weird to have this try to be like, oh, we're dark and gritty, and then yeah. be so goofy. <laughs> uh, I think if they would have made this a PG-13, uh, there are a lot of, uh, a lot a larger audience that would have been able to enjoy this. Uh, but maybe they didn't want to do that, so those kids aren't playing video games. I don't know. Yeah, because the games on the books are definitely not. And so I right. think they, they, I feel like they tried to struggle with funding and appeal that could draw everybody into it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. That doesn't quite work with the style of the other media. And that's a good way to put it. Would be that the the shows the show mm-hmm. itself is very goofy with a little bit of like try to be dark and gritty, mm-hmm. where the game is very dark and gritty with every once in a while there's a little bit of fun yeah. quirkiness. Um, we talked about the Bloody Baron earlier. That is a really intense dark story where there is Ooh. no happy ending. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's my take on it. I liked it, uh, but I also, I was really enjoying the fact that as I was watching the show, I was literally for part of that process, I was on a boat in the video game reminiscing with one of the characters about the events that were happening on the show. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so they were literally talking about the things that were happening on the show uh, in Witcher 3. And so that made like those... Sh- what I was watching the show really important Made to what I was playing. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, but if you haven't played the games, I would definitely recommend the game first, especially since from there you can kind of avoid uh, some of that stuff. Not the yeah. opening scene. I just thought about that. Literally the opening scene in the video game uh, is someone naked. Uh, but after that, you get to kind of choose to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that. I just thought about that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Uh but yeah, if you've never heard anything, I don't think the show is really worth your time. Just listen to Toss a Coin to Your Witcher on YouTube because it's super catchy and it gets stuck <laughs> in your head. Yeah. It's a great song. I have two variations of it in my playlist already. Wow. Nice. <laughs> it's a metal version and an EDM version. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, man. Okay, we'll get into TV news. Lots of Disney Plus stuff. Uh, and we've already talked about Disney Plus quite a bit, but mm-hmm. WandaVision is getting a release date sooner than we thought it was going to. It was supposed to be 2021. It's now going to be 2020. We don't know yet, but that usually means probably the fall at some point. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's exciting. Probably late fall if they don't have a release date yet. And then Hawkeye, kind of in that same vein of Marvel stuff, uh, they have a date for when they'll begin filming, and that's going to be in July so usually that means you usually get about a year turnaround mm-hmm. um, when they're doing these kind of things. So probably looking at the fall. I would, wouldn't think they do a summer release. They might. But usually probably a, a fall 2021 for Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're really lucky, then maybe it could be spring of 2021. But that's a pretty fast turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. And then in netflix news i didn't know this was a thing and i'm so excited <laughs> nino cooney was turned into a movie studio ghibli did it 
and that's releasing on Netflix January 16th. So, yo, like 10 days from now. Do we well, do we know if it's just days. like based off the first game or if it's like, I have no idea. Yeah, I'll probably watch it cuz I never played Nino Kuni, but it always looked really fun. I know Joe was praising it always. So. Play the first one, don't yeah. play the second one. Okay. Play both because second one's not ones. very good. I mean, uh. Well, the problem is, is it's totally different from the first one. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited that there's a movie. I'm hoping that it's I'm excited an add-on and it's not just a complete, like... Retelling of the game? Yeah. I know Joe prefers that. Mm-hmm. But I would I would rather <laughs> it be like an add-on and then I can play the game later because I watched this, so I'm excited yeah. to play the game now. They have that remaster on all the platforms now, too, of the first one. Yeah, I need to bleed... Uh, uh, oh, that's another thing. I made the joke again, and that made me think of it. Um, hold on. I need to play Witcher 3 Dry is what I was going with. But I watched Dracula. <laughs> that's funny. And I'm all over the place this podcast. But Dracula is Stephen Moffat's new show. Stephen Moffat is the guy who made good, like, the to me, the best Doctor Who episodes. And Sherlock. Sherlock. Yeah. Uh, this feels very Doctor Who-esque. Um, I don't know. I've only watched the first episode, which is an hour and a half long. Ooh. Oh, There's only yeah, four episodes, like... but they're really long episodes. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't say that there's going to be. There might be more nudity than what I saw. All I saw was Dracula's butt. <laughs> um, so just keep that in mind. That's a thing. Um, it did seem very dark and grotesque. There's a lot of like gore that made me turn my head because i was like oh it's gross um but that's kind of what they are feeding off of is this like goriness dracula is kind of goofy and i really like that (laughs) um and the horror elements feel like very old school horror like it feels like they were going with what made dracula and werewolf back in the day popular huh cool yeah i was really having a good time it's also got some of my favorite christian elements in a show or movie in a long time um it starts off with one of the characters uh johnny he's being interrogated uh, by a couple of nuns i'll let you watch the show to understand the context of all of that a little bit better um but one of the nuns uh says god is you've revealed to me god is real which is a weird thing for a nun to say (laughs) and he goes you haven't seen god you've seen the devil talking about dracula Hmm. and she goes if it takes the devil to bring me to the lord then bring on the devil wow and i really really liked that um i think it's relatable to a lot of christians um that have had to kind of meet the devil to understand Mm -hmm. i I feel that yeah i feel that on a spiritual level for sure yeah i uh i figured you would (laughs) i thought you'd appreciate that yeah i just I, i dig it so that part of it is like really really cool to me uh and obviously there's a lot of you know the crucifix scares dracula and stuff mm. uh and so we don't know why yet they made a big deal about that in the episode i hope that they don't ruin christianity like their view of christianity mm. as the episodes go forth because so far it's been really good that line was spot on and then there is kind of a sermon piece that somebody gives uh that's kind of in that same vein of having to get to the darkest spot is when you need the light the most and uh yeah 
so far they've got Christianity right, and that excites mm-hmm. me. Cool. I guess, yeah. From what we've what we've been told, at least. <laughs> um, I also I'm failing. I watched Noel the movie. It's a Christmas movie on Disney Plus, <laughs> and it's got Anna Kendrick in it, oh, and yeah. it is the Elf with Anna Kendrick, and the Elf is better. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of John Favreau stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to tie all that that. I should write down things as I see them and not try to remember ten minutes before the podcast. It's all right. We're we're all off our game a little bit today, being back. So that's okay. yeah, we do have a discussion question. Uh, I heard that Netflix was wait. Somebody asked us. Yes. Card Magic asks. I heard that Netflix was making a Narnia series, but haven't heard anything about it for a while. Do you guys know anything about that or have any updates? LJ did some searching. Mm-hmm. There are. There are kind of an update. There is kind of an update. <laughs> yeah, well, so I looked and somebody actually posted on their blog five days ago, I believe it was. Um, on the first, it looks like. Yes. Um, and so it was kind of, you know, them just talking about if we've heard anything, exactly answering this question. And so we really haven't heard much from, from what this says. We do know that the original producers from the Narnia movies are involved in it still. So weird. And then uh, the screenwriter from Coco that did Coco is involved. That's exciting. Which I love that movie. But so there's still nothing really to to tell there. And it's been like a year since we heard about the Narnia thing. So it's still happening? Probably. One of the people that that was mentioned in this article uh, mentioned about it in June saying that they were like excited to be working on it. So I'm sure it's still early in development. Yeah, so that's kind of all we have there. But I figured, well, we could I could do some research and we can answer that question. So yeah, I can also say that you know we look I look up TV news notes every week. I haven't seen anything about Narnia right, uh, right. since last time we talked about it. Really? Yeah, I think like we've seen some stuff about like Wheel of Time and all that, and oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Stuff like about uh, Amazon's Lord of the Rings thing, but really, kind of the Narnia stuff hasn't come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, are you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Mm, that's kind of it. LJ, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ and streaming on Fridays uh, on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. I've started up Judgment again, so uh, y'all can watch me play that. Cool. And Shelly? You can find me Tuesday nights. On the Geeks Under Grace channel on Twitch, so that's twitch.tv slash Geeks Under Grace. I might be going back to, I guess, Shadow of War. It's been so long. It feels like forever <laughs> um, since I've played that. And the first time in forever. forever. It's the first time in the new decade. <laughs> anyway, you can yeah. also find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. I'm closing, keep gaming, keep praying. God bless. Bye. Peace out. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. 
If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.